Oh wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to the show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at the Trophy Room Show. If you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. You could plop us a follow over on Spotify or even... Kyle, you can rate us five stars on Spotify as well. Or if you really, really like us, you could toss us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. So with all that said and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? I'm doing pretty fantastic. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for our new shirts to arrive. Uh, dude, absolutely. So, like, over this it's weekend, like you're 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 wearing our, the pride shirt, which I absolutely love, yep. and I love my hoodie. Just I I don't have other trophy room things that I want to <laughs> wear, and I'm excited to have some new things. Yeah, literally on Sunday we announced that we have new merch uh, at the show website. Literally in the description down below, um, we have a Horizon Forbidden West theme shirt. Yeah, we got a Bloodborne themed shirt. Yeah. And we got an Elden Ring shirt. Yeah. Themed shirt. So a lot of really cool stuff there, man. Uh, it's it's shaping off uh shaping up pretty nicely. But man, how have yeah. you been doing, man? It feels like forever oh, yeah. since we I'm, talked. And we we say that all the time, it's only been a week. I know. We gotta talk more often than the week, even though we do. We text all throughout <laughs> the week. We really um, do. You, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh I'm I'm doing okay. Work I'm getting to the flow of, of working a little bit. I've been uh Finding more time to play games nice. after work, which is nice. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm kind of moving and grooving. Let me ask you a sec. Let me, let me just one, 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 one thing real quick here. Yeah. Um, you know, last week had some pretty big news, and you seemed pretty distraught over the acquisition of Activision. Are you feeling better now? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it, it's just like I'm not... Distraught is a good good term to use, but it wasn't for it was all oh, PlayStation's in trouble. It was just like my my things that I played when I was younger on PlayStation are now owned by the other people. Type yeah, thing. yeah. That was the only reason why I was upset. Obviously, I own everything, so I'll be able to play them still. But it's just it's just the principle of the whole thing. Yeah, you know, it just feels like something's changed. Yes. You know, and and we just don't like change. Like I've I've dealt honestly with in it. sports terms, and it, it's not it's not equal. Yeah, but it's like when Tom Brady went from the Patriots to the Buccaneers. Okay, like it's a change, right? Or Michael Jordan when he was a Washington Wizard for a season or two. That was just, weird. It's just something's off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But honestly, like I'm, I'm still. People are not like thrilled about how optimistic I was because I'm like, yeah, this seems like honestly, like I'm not the biggest fan of consolidation. Don't get me wrong here. Yeah. But like in terms of like how PlayStation's looking right now, I feel like there's been some PlayStation people that are like about to like walk off a cliff, and I'm really much like, no, this like guarantees that PlayStation's gonna take some creative risks, maybe bring back some IP that we love exactly. and expand their studios like this they is gonna need be to awesome find an answer that's exciting yeah like that's so cool and so for me we're like what three weeks away from horizon come on i know <laughs> come on and like i'm hearing horizon and witcher in the same sentence gets me excited oh boy yeah 
But that said, this week we do have a lot to talk about. We are going to talk about a little bit of the Horizon previews, non-spoilerish, but we are going to give you guys an out when we talk about it, because I know some people absolutely do not want to get spoiled. Uh, But today we're also going to talk about and ask the question, will Call of Duty stay on PlayStation after 2023. We're going to talk about our PlayStation wrapped up report card and a whole bunch of Star Wars news. It's like this podcast was made just for me. So with that, before we get into the news, I want to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. Like we always say, week in, week out, if we ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, tough home situation, whatever the case may be, it really does help us out if you could throw us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. I want to thank Lord Corgi for upping their pledge to the Silver Plus tier. I want to thank our Platinum producers, Todd Berwitz, Too Soon, and Toxic. I want to thank our gold members, Spam and Bammon, Too Soon, Gavin Gottfried, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master Ren, Metal Kirby, Awesome Dave, Robbie Bobby Miller, Strubles and Bits, and Chaotic Monkey. I want to thank our Silver Plus members, Hide Indoors, Nakajaka, Marcus O'Neill, oh, it's Jess Ray, JB the Purple Monkey, Jadis Vaughn Metal, who, just a quick stop, made us some of the coolest little, like, joke NFT things. Yeah. It's really, really cool. I told him, hey, we're making this joke. Could you do it? And he done did it, and it was on point. Go check out Jadis' stuff. Link in the description. That one's Absolutely. for free, Jadis. Uh, our other members, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Awesome Dave, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Todd Roper, Brenton Zachary, Rick Arrington, Dewane Raksha, The Good Sir, Trucker Sloth, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, Drellis, Fooly, Fuji, <laughs> Foolish Fuji, Annie Day Now, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, the man, and Max Vizia. And if I pronounce your name wrong, Max's wife, I apologize. Take it all out on me. Don't take it out on Kyle. Please don't. Please don't. I'm fragile. (laughs) Max was like, hey, man, uh, you haven't said my name on the show. And I was like, oh, that's because I've been pronouncing it Mannix. And he's like, no, 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 no. It's like an isle. It's like an island off of the UK. And I went on YouTube. I was like, how to pronounce Max. (laughs) (laughs) And this robot voice taught me. So thank you. I've learned something new today. And also, please remember that my pronunciation skills are that of a toddler. Um, (laughs) It's a Joycey thing. So that said, Kyle, thank you, everybody. Our patrons out there. You really do help this show going. We're amazing. Like, spoiler alert. um, We're currently in the works of making a website. Um, to help boost us and help give transcripts to people that are hard of hearing. Um, and so that's what, you know, Patreon does. It also makes us do or lets us do fun stuff like, you know, create awesome merch, which if you are a gold member, DM me ASAP what shirt you want, what size and we're going to send you some cool stuff. So, oh, gold members are, are getting some shirts. Exactly. Ooh. So there's many reasons to be a patron. And I just want to thank each and every one of you. It's been it's been terrific the, the last few months. So thank you. We're on Absolutely. the march to 100. Let's get us there. Let's do it. Kyle, it is now Joe? time to square up the news. But I preface this. Oh, okay. some people are tired about talking about Activision and talking yeah. about Xbox on this show. I've gotten dozens of emails. I need to preface this. If we don't, we're not an Xbox show. 
This no. is not the achievement hall. This is the trophy room. Oh, I should have not have been wearing a green hoodie while you're talking. <laughs> no, nope, we're not. Hoodie. You're not making a great case for us. Bud. I am. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm holding the sacred symbols in front. Thank you. Um, we talk about Xbox as it relates to PlayStation. And I didn't know this makes a lot of people upset. I don't trash Xbox because there are people that listen that like Xbox. And, you know, same with Nintendo. So I know that may trigger some. I'm just sorry. I'm just not that type of podcaster. But there's a lot of other podcasts that will trash out Xbox. And I think we're one of the best ones out there because we don't do that. And again, like, we just love games. I know. We want to talk about them all. Yeah. So I preface. We're going to talk about a little bit more Activision stuff because the news pertains to it. I promise you it's new. I promise you that it's we're not going to tread over much of the same ground. All right? Take it away, Kyle. First bit of news that needs to be squared up is from Tom Yvonne over at VGC. And Tom writes, Activision is reportedly committed to three more PlayStation Call of Duty games, including Warzone 2. According to Bloomberg, sources said to be familiar with the publisher's plans following its pending $69 billion acquisition by Xbox maker Microsoft. Prior to the announcement of Microsoft's takeover plans, Activision had already agreed to make another three Call of Duty games available on both PlayStation and Xbox consoles, it's claimed. These are said to be the Modern Warfare 2 from Infinity Ward later this year, a new game from Black Ops developer Treyarch, Treyarch next year, and Warzone 2, which is also said to be planned for a release in 2023. In its first response to Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard, Sony said it expects games to remain multi-platform due to, quote, contractual agreements. Mm. We expect that Microsoft will abide by contractual agreements and continue to ensure Activision games are multi-platform, end quote, a Sony spokesman said on Thursday via Wall Street Journal. Microsoft's head of gaming also subsequently confirmed his intention to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation platforms once Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard is completed. Quote, had good calls this week with leaders at Sony, he tweeted. I confirmed our intent to honor all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony is an important part of our industry and we value our relationship, end quote. So this quote right here is important. It came out as this podcast broke. So we weren't able to cover this part of the deal. Um, But Jason Schreier, literally the night before this podcast airs, came out and said, hey, so did some digging. PlayStation, you have this thing, it seems like, until 2023, for sure. That's when the agreement is there. Afterwards, things get hazier. Right now that comes after the quote that Phil Spencer had of had good, good calls with leaders at Sony confirmed our intent to honor the existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard and our desire, our desire to keep call of duty on PlayStation. So with all the new information and old information there, Kyle is Call of Duty the Minecraft of this deal, or is it the Bethesda of the deal, Kyle? A little bit of both. Yeah. It's like that meme. Why not both? <laughs> um, yeah, I, th- I think I think it would be wise to have mm-hmm. Call of Duty on PlayStation. I think it is 
year after year, one of the best selling games, IPs, whether you like it or not, people pl- buy Call of Duty games mm-hmm. in droves. So it would make sense to have it on a uh, platform and ecosystem that is still selling like hotcakes. It's still mm-hmm. very hard to get a, get in touch with or get a hold of a PlayStation 5. And the install base on PS4 is still huge. So that's a lot of money to be to just take away from from a company. So yeah. it would make sense. Um, but I also don't think it's going to last beyond those three years. Yeah, I think so. Like we'll get a little bit in the next couple of years of some Call of Duty love, and it'll probably still be supported. Like on the the servers will still be live afterwards, but um, something new after twenty twenty three. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like this one could literally go either way. You could read this as going like, yeah, no, after 2023, it's it's Xboxes now. Yeah. Or, hey, after 2023, because this console or this game has such a tight-knit relationship with both Xbox and PlayStation, that will remain as such, just like Minecraft and just how, you know, Minecraft's spinoff um, um, Diablo-esque game, I forget what that was called, Um but that also came out on PlayStation as well. We're treating it as a platform so that everybody gets in. And yeah, Microsoft gets to kind of, you know, get the benefits of all the money that Call of Duty creates. Not to mention that the bulk of the Call of Duty community is on PlayStation. And by the time it's 2023 or 2024, that audience is going to probably remain on PlayStation because of the contractual agreements by Activision. So by just turning off the faucet and then turning on the Microsoft one, you might make that fan base upset. And that's the one thing that I'm, I'm uh, that's the only thing I think that probably keeps Xbox from, from turning it off this generation. That being said though, the rumors of Call of Duty going off annual and giving it a break to breathe does then lend credits to it's on Xbox now. So yeah. I've heard both sides. It really can go absolutely either way. But yeah. I'm in the camp of like, honestly, Warzone 2 is coming out. I feel like that is the more popular Call of Duty platform anyway. So mm-hmm. if Warzone 2 comes out and we have that, then I think it stays that way. And I think yeah. the, the things that will change and why Xbox has a desire to is that like rumor has it, you know, PlayStation gives a, a cut of Activision uh, of PSN uh, PlayStation plus to Activision and the, you know, the, the, the dumb, dumb uh, cross play that PlayStation has enabled um, Microsoft's going to probably be able to push back on that a little bit more and maybe PlayStation takes away those barriers to cross play and that will benefit everybody. So I think there's some hidden stuff that we're not absolutely, we we don't absolutely know the full story of that. If those things maybe push or pull, I I think call of duty may stay that said. Yeah. I think something that I thought of after last week's show where it's, it's different from the Bethesda one where we both were like, yeah, no, they'll probably just be Xbox exclusive. Like, that just makes sense. Yeah. And I, I think the reason why that makes that made so much sense then, and this one is still iffy, is because Call of Duty is like a live service thing, right? Where it's an online, mostly multiplayer esque kind of right. game. 
Bethesda doesn't really have that. Yeah. And the they're, games they're that are. They're more like solo. Yeah. They're. Yeah, you know, like, I'm sorry. Like, like your Fallout 76. Yeah. Is on PlayStation. Yeah. It remains so, such. Yeah. I'm sorry. I cut you off. That was so rude, no, Kyle. It's, it's fine. I'm also contending with giant flies. <laughs> I don't know if you, they'll be picked up on the camera. It's oh, annoying. No. Yeah. Well, Lord Corgi asks us this question with the news trickling out saying that most likely Call of Duty will remain on PlayStation consoles through 2023 due to a contractual obligation. Do you see Sony to, uh, making an attempt to extend the contracts through Microsoft or do you see Microsoft push to have Game Pass on PlayStation after current contracts are fulfilled? COD is such a huge franchise that I would be a bit shocked to see it pulled from PlayStation consoles completely. That is true. And I mean, and the, again, like that is the, the thing to, uh, to Xbox of like, this is why you need to be here. But then the question is, if we just pull the rug completely out from under them, will people just abandon it and go somewhere else? And are we going to do more harm to that fr franchise if we can? I bet their bean counters are, are kind of honing in on that as we speak. But what do you think, Kyle? Do you think they're going to try to, you know, continue the contract? Yeah, I, I I think they will. Mm -hmm. I'm I I was just trying while you were you were talking about it. I was trying to see if there was anything official when it came with like Mojang, right? Yeah. yeah. Like when it comes to Minecraft, because the Minecraft stuff's still coming to PlayStation. Absolutely does. Yeah. So I, I was wondering if if the the details of that deal or that agreement has been made public anywhere. Yeah. I can't seem to find anything, but I can see something similar. Yeah, that they they make with Microsoft about, and a lot of people forget that like PlayStation and, and Xbox do talk to each other a lot because of yeah. connections like Mojang. So like when Phil Spencer says that Sony is an important part of this industry and we value their relationship, I I feel like Phil's the type of CEO that kind of means it when he says it. Mm -hmm. So I I do believe him there. Um, yeah, you know. So to me, if I'm PlayStation though just a preemptive I'm walking up to Activision ASAP as they are still, they, they don't answer to Phil. They don't answer to Microsoft. They have, that is not set in stone. If I'm Jim Ryan, I'm taking a quick jog to Activision going, Hey, can we extend this just another year or two mm -hmm. just in case? Yeah. I think, I think that would be a smart business move for Sony to do just to, to have it for a couple more years so that the fan base is, is still there. Yeah. Right. So that, Microsoft can't just again pull the rug out so easily. I did uh, find a quote from Phil Spencer Please. about the Minecraft uh, acquisition seven years ago. Oh God! Uh, Phil He's Spencer been at this for a minute. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Xbox division head Phil Spencer mm -hmm. clarified this himself. "Quote at Microsoft, we believe in the power of content to unite people. Minecraft adds diversity to our game portfolio and helps us reach new gamers across multiple platforms." Gaming is the top activity across devices, and we see great potential to continue to grow the Minecraft community and nurture the franchise. That is why we plan to continue to make Minecraft available across platforms, including iOS, Android, and PlayStation, mm. in addition to Xbox and PC, end quote. So that's mm. what he said seven years ago about it. So Somewhat similar. It's a little yeah. similar, yeah. All right. Um, that said, we got another question from Millennial Falcon Gaming. Uh, they say... 
with the Activision buy-up from Microsoft and COD, among others, potentially being Xbox exclusives, do you slash we see Sony doubling down on its exclusive titles and making more moves to buy studios? And Kyle, with this question comes a little bit of evidence. Yeah, from, from uh, this comes from Shinobi602 on Twitter, uh, who quote tweeted the... Um, the studio De- deviation games mm-hmm. uh, tweet where it says deviation games is further expanding and opening another studio in Canada. The studio is comprised of veterans from call of duty and Treyarch, including former director, Jason Blundell working on a quote groundbreaking unquote original triple a IP with PlayStation. And then I just got this little ditty over from London town London studio is expanding their online games as well. A senior character artist position makes reference to a wide range of characters, skins, uh, creatures, weapons, and gears. But there are a few uh, clues outside of this. It seems like a big undertaking though, with one of their recruitment is referring to a unique opportunity to be at the heart of crafting and bringing to life the next PlayStation icon slash icons. So London studio as well, making an online game. And it sounds like something new too. Yep. So to answer your question, millennial, um, you goddamn millennial that don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> And we're on the same boat. I think this is the move that I want Sony to do. Yep. Expand your studios. Again, finance others outside, partner up with them. Create Fill the voids opportunities. genres that we don't, we're, we're missing out. Yep. We don't need to buy out a publisher. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, just think about this for a second. And Sony fanboys, you're going to love what I'm going to say. <laughs> Xbox had to spend over $70 billion to get IP that makes us turn our heads. PlayStation's mm-hmm. been at this for 20, uh, 25 plus years. This is how powerful their IP are and how good they are as a publisher themselves. Yeah. And to me, I don't feel like we need to dilute the, the well, not to say that other publishers aren't as good, but the, the well of, of the culture of PlayStation by going out there and buying a Square, going out there buying an Ubisoft. Um, you could just do that by saying, hey, let's expand London Studio. Hey, let's expand, you know, some studios in Canada. Let's let's invest more on our partners over at Deviation. Like, that's what you can do. Or going to, to a out. Square or whatever and just like, hey, can we have make an exclusive exclusive rights to this game Mm -hmm. and still bring value to the platform without going out and spending billions of dollars. Yep. Like a la the Chrono Cross remake. That's still rumored, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's where I think the strength of PlayStation lies. It lies in how good it is at crafting these, these games, these stories, and really just incentivizing their creators to create in the ways that they do. Yep. That said, No Fate asks, what does the future hold for Warzone? It's interesting. Warzone 2, Kyle. What a bad name. Bad name. <laughs> bad name. I guess, I guess a work in progress. Yeah. Have you ever played Warzone? No, but I've watched plenty of people play. Uh, I enjoy watching people play. I, I like Warzone a lot. I'm pretty damn good at it. Uh, um, 
Warzone 2, I really do feel like, is them kind of going, listen, we know Warzone is like 500 gigs. It's impossible. So we're making this thing from the ground up, and it's going to be just terabytes less space (laughs) than Warzone. I think that's what really Warzone 2 actually is. And again, that's a platform. I think Warzone stays. I think Warzone is going to stay for sure. Sledge Sniper writes in. Hello, I'm relatively new, but can you tell this? I'm uh, sorry. I could tell this is a great place and I love it. And I love the oh, show. Thanks, Sledge. Thanks, man. Uh, what has a bigger impact on you potentially uh, loss of a bigger game such as Overwatch and COD or losing characters such as Spyro and Crash and Eric Greenberg running it in my face? Uh, personally, I don't think the prior will be exclusive because the amount of people who will only play them on PlayStation greatly outweighs those who would buy an Xbox just to play them. They have to know and see that loss if they cut half the player base off. It's more than half. But yeah. So... I think you know my answer to this question. I feel- it's the character. <laughs> yeah, man. That's that is to me is, is I feel like the biggest loss because I mean logically and and let's and 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 calmly speaking on yes. it, which I'm trying to after I just downed a Mountain Dew, <laughs> it's, it's surging yeah. inside of me. Yeah. Uh, we 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 just read um, two studios that was working with PlayStation. Mm-hmm crafting some new multiplayer things yeah so they're kind of already trying to fill that gap but there's no way you can fill the gap of losing two iconic characters fair on your platform i feel like that is a way bigger of an undertaking mm-hmm. of trying to replace the the weight of characters even though i can already hear it i hear the comment being typed <laughs> that they weren't really doing much with those characters anyway right but just the thought of having them under that umbrella yeah. Is a is a loss and a major one. It's kind of like seeing your ex with someone else and you know they're happier. Yes, absolutely <laughs> it is. <laughs> so like, yeah, Spyro and Crash, uh, it, it's a special type of hurt and it's a special type of pain. It's kind of like also like Iron Man at the end of Civil War. It's like, my, my father made that shield. You don't deserve <laughs> it. <laughs> That's what it's like. It's like, <laughs> Naughty Dog made Crash. <laughs> They made it, not you, you know? So to me, I think that's like, to me, that's a special type of pain point. But you're right. I think realistically, COD is the biggest loss. I think actually, I I think we talked about this last episode, but like the the game that needs cross-platform is Overwatch because that Mm. community is not doing great. And I think you need more players to it more than anything. All right, last question on this topic, and then we're done, I promise. (laughs) Drellish, question to Joe and Kyle. In May 2021, Sony announced that they are working on 25 new titles, half of them being brand new IPs. Could the act I don't know why I had to yell there. Could the Activision deal motivate Sony to relook some of their relationships? CD Project Red comes to mind in their potential to build an MMO. Does Sony need an MMO style game that they could uh bundle with Spartacus? Uh, I don't know if anyone wants to go to CD Projekt Red currently. Yeah. Um. But I feel please tell isn't me. that MMO game Final Fantasy fourteen? Or let's think about this: Gorilla is working on oh. a multiplayer game. You know, I'm I'm on humble brag. The Road to Horizon Forbidden West with our good friend Kevin Diaz over at PlayStation yep. Source. 
And, you know, we were talking about this potential MMO that they're trying to make in the Horizon universe. It's the first one they wanted to try to get co-op in there, right? Exactly. So, again, like, what if you're making a Monster Hunter-esque game in the Horizon universe with your buddies, with your pals? That would excite me. That'd be cool. So, I think this is a... uh, Yeah, I think you need to, if you're making this service Spartacus, have the most value possible of like, if you're a PlayStation Plus member, you play this game for free. Yeah, I think that that helps a tremendous deal. And that Mm -hmm. excites me again. It's like them utilizing their IP with their studios, making and crafting really special stuff. So I like this. This, this, This really excites me. That said, that's it. That's all we have to say on the matter. I want to know what y'all think down below. All right. This is a little YouTube trick to help the algorithm. Let me know if you think COD's going, staying, why or why not? Because you know as much as I do and your reasons may make more sense than mine. So go for it. Kyle, (laughs) let's talk about this. This one, I feel like this portion's just all me yapping. It really is. (laughs) I'm so excited. Rebecca Smith over at PS Lifestyle writes, three Star Wars games in development at EA, but Battlefront 3 isn't one of them. EA may not may not have exclusivity over the Star Wars license anymore, but that isn't stopping them creating several games set in that universe. The publisher has announced there are a total of three Star Wars games in development, although DICE is not one of those studios, and Star, Star Wars Battlefront 3 is not one of those games. In fact, Respawn is the studio leading development and production of all three projects. EA has confirmed Respawn is currently working on the next game in the action-adventure Star Wars Jedi franchise. Game director Stig Asmussen is in charge of the upcoming title. Other details weren't revealed today, and we don't even know if it will be called Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2, as many fans are expecting. Rumors suggest a full reveal for the game could happen on May 4th, ahead of its potential release in Q4 2022. The second game is also in development at Respawn. This time, Peter Hirschman is the game director on a, quote, all-new Star Wars first-person shooter game, end quote. Hirschman has quite a pedigree in Star Wars games as he was executive producer on the original Star Wars Battlefront titles. Work has only just begun on this title. Finally, the third title is a strategy in development at a new studio called Bit Reactor. The studio was founded by Greg Forscht, uh, sorry, Greg, who was previously art director at Firaxis and has worked on games like XCOM 2, XCOM <laughs> Enemy Unknown, yes. and the Civilization franchise. So oh, Star Wars yes. Battlefront 3 isn't in any of EA's plans for now. Earlier reports suggest the pitch for the game was turned down due to licensing costs, and DICE is now busy trying to turn around the fortunes of beleaguered shooter Battlefield 2042. Star Wars, look at this Qui-Gon Jinn Wonder One replica. Star Wars, look at your Seeing Joseph at the Joe. corner of my eye, you trying to force push me away? <laughs> oh, no, I was force grabbing the light. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you, towards the camera, were trying to yeah. push me away. But you see this? this? I got this for my birthday. It's one to one Qui-Gon Ooh, lightsaber. Cool. Yeah, it's from the movies. That's super cool. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I love this news. I love Star Wars more than I love most things in this world, and that's not sad to admit whatsoever. Um, Let's just just start this off. Let's just start this off. Jedi Master Ren writes, and of course I'd add your name first. Of course I would, Ren. Holy nerf herder. That's our word. We just got three new Star Wars games announced. What are your thoughts 
on what you want to see from a new FPS or strategy game in the Star Wars universe. I'm not a huge fan of strategy. However, I am looking forward to a Republic Commando style story for a first person shooter title. I just hope they focus on the story more than the multiplayer element. Bog out. <laughs> Kyle, I don't know if you know this. I'm a huge Republic Commando stan. I know this of you, yeah. Um, they're awesome. They are now also officially part of the lore. Uh, you could see them in Bad Batch, um, their, their units. So this does all sorts of things for me. Uh, I, I, I'd be remiss to say they wouldn't reboot you know, Republic Commando. Uh, simply because there was a remaster. Um, I know, oh gosh, the, the people that are making the Old Republic game remade it, and their names escapes me oh, for a sec. I'll look that up. Yeah, please. Um, but yeah, I, Republic Commando is the first game that pops in my head. And knowing that they wanted to make another first-person shooter stylish and cool really also gets me thinking, what if this is like a, a Mandalorian game where you're jumping using jetpacks, you're using, you know, customized blasters to kind of, like, uh, fight Aspi- in the arena. Aspire? Aspire. Aspire, there you go. So, yeah, that's what I would want in a in a Star Wars first-person shooter. Make it, it makes sense if it's tactical. Mando, right? Uh, yeah, because, I mean, if you're using elements of Titanfall, I think that works perfectly. Again, like, running on walls and, like, doing the cool old jetpack stuff, I think that screams Mandalorian or, like, a jump trooper, for sure. Uh, yeah. What about the, the the strategy one? Would that <laughs> would that be like a Republic Commando thing? You could also do Republic Commando as well, uh, because if you, if we're if we're taking the guy that's made XCOM, this this is what we're doing, right? Yeah. Like I don't see how a Civ game works, sure. though. <laughs> I'd give them all my money if it's an Age of Empires esque where you're Ooh. creating your armies to send out or like StarCraft esque. Oh my god, this just gets me. Wow, someone hire me so I can make this game. Like you just have all these types of armies that you can have at your disposal. You can have the Galactic Empire, the First Order, you can have clones fighting the Geonosians, fighting a bunch of Wookiees. Like the sky's the limit, and that really excites me yeah so honestly i'm a huge strategy stand so whether it's like a commando shooter or XCOM game i'm down or whether it's like an age of empires game i'm down i the only one i don't see is is civ i'll see how that one works yeah i mean i'm just i'm just happy that we're getting so many XCOM-esque games mm-hmm. like that are licensed like it's very exciting very exciting stuff. Clear Wings XYZ writes, with uh, which respawn Star Wars game are you most excited for out of the three announced? I'm most excited for the sequel to Fallen Order. Oh man. Same, but again, that strategy one. If it's if it's really cool, that could be it. I would like to say the shooter, and just because that's I like that type of game genre the most mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i know what fallen order is so i'm excited for it but i'm not like over the moon i'm excited when i get to play it hopefully this year um but like for first person shooter there has not been one since like was it was it shadows of the empire oh, or no wow. uh it was dark dark forces i think either dark alliance or dark forces anyway there has been a game out there 
that's captured that same feeling. So, yeah, I want to see that happen. All right. Katie. Uh, well, yeah. Real quick before we get to Katie. Um, <laughs> do we think that Jedi Fallen Order 2 or whatever it is, is a Q4 this year? And are we seeing it on May the 4th? We're seeing it on May, May the 4th. And is are we playing it this holiday season? If God is real and they love us, yes. I mean, we also need to crush uh, Sean and Ryan in Fantasy Critic, and we drafted that. Do we draft it? Pick. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. Let's crush those sons of guns. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Uh, Katie, Katie writes in, with Respawn's first-person shooter game, do you see it? being successor to Battlefront or something entirely different and new. With Respawn at the helm, obviously well-known for Apex and Titanfall, uh, I personally want something more Apex-esque. Stormtroopers, Mandalorians, clones, give it to me. Pump it into my veins. Um, also, the by the way, Jedi, uh, was it Night 2? Jedi Outcast was the last first-person shooter. Outcast? Yeah. No, Jedi Outcast, you said? Jedi Outcast, yeah. No, that was a third person. Why would they lie to you like that? Uh, this list of Star Wars first-person shooter games, that was Maybe I think you, you can turn it into a first-person view, but I don't mm. remember Jedi Outcast being that. They're okay. liars. Uh, <laughs> so, honestly, Kyle? Yes. I Hear me out here. What if PlayStation goes to EA? This is what I said on Twitter, and it's it's so crazy. This I want it to happen, and they go, "Listen, we're losing Call of Duty," and they go over. Sorry, not to EA. They go over to Disney. They go, "Listen, look at how well we treated you with Spider Man and Spider Man Miles Morales. Look at this Wolverine. Look at my boy. Yeah, yeah. Give us Battlefront. Ooh, and that's our exclusive. Ooh." Kyle, all they would have to do, and they just go, here's some, you know, um, I know the name, name's not fitting now, but this was the studio before handling it. Give it to uh, Pandemic uh, Game Devs. Mm-hmm. Put them at the helm. Craft me the real Battlefront 3. Ooh. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. I know. Or, mm. or. Hey, uh. Anyone at Gorilla still good at first person shooters? <laughs> hey, oh. you guys made Killzone. Yeah. Just saying. What if we gave you Star Wars? That would be nuts. Because like when I'm thinking of this game, I think Apex, I mean, is its own. So you can't do anything with it in that way. Mm-hmm. I, I actually think because it's Respawn and they got their roots in Medal of Honor. You can make a Medal of Honor, put a skin on it, and it's Star Wars and it works. Sure. You know, so that's what is it. Do you think a Star Wars Apex, like Katie was saying, game could that work? Where, oh, yeah, different bounty hunters you play as full stop, Overwatch clone, mm. heroes of, of, of mm. all kinds. You get your Darth Vader's, your Bob Afets, you got your Mandos in there, you Just got give your me IG-88. Rays. Was that Taiko Waititi? Right? IG eighty eight. Yeah, God, yeah. yeah, yeah. He wasn't the same IG unit that we love from Shadows of the Empire. Oh, he was a Put one? dash, goddamn Rendar in it. <laughs> oh my God! Someone hire me at EA. Make me make a Star Wars game. Get JJ on the line. Whatever you have to do to make this happen. <laughs> oh my God! Strubles and bits writes the last question here. 
with the current news of all new Star Wars game announcement, uh, what type of Star Wars game would you guys like to see in PSVR 2 someday? Now, we had Vader Immortal, which was lightsaber-esque. Yep. We uh, had the Starfighter one. game. I got one. Okay, go for it. Pod racing. Fuck yes. <laughs> I'm right? sorry for the cuss. Because the, the reason why, and mm-hmm. it's not a joke, I genuinely think a pod racing game in VR would be dope because Wipeout in VR is awesome. Yeah. So give it a give. If you haven't played Wipeout in God. VR, please do. Yeah. Uh, they also do a great job in case, like, uh, you are one that is prone to motion sickness. There's plenty of different options that you can yeah. switch it up so you don't have to worry about that. But man, imagine a pod racing. Imagine Wipeout with a Star Wars skin on it and you're in a pod racer. Like, <sighs> sign me up. I will play that game all day long. Yeah. You won. There you go. That's it. That's the ticket. Kyle, that's it for the mainline news. Mm-hmm. There, we got some flash news, but before we get into the flash news and all that good stuff, yeah. PlayStation over the week uh, had something called the PlayStation wrapped, uh, wrapped Up, where it yep. gives us our stats for 2021. Um, and, you know, in typical Sony fashion, it didn't, uh, <laughs> came in a little hot. Some some stats were incorrect. Uh, some stats it, they've didn't done load. this for the past few years, and yeah. my stats have always been a little off. Okay, because I feel like it counted standby mode for a lot of my games Fair and enough. hours years past. This year, though, this one I feel is super accurate to me. Okay, so uh, we I'm gonna I'm gonna run us through. Uh, step by step, because I, I want you guys to know that we play some games every now and again. Are oh, you yeah. ready for this? Oh yeah, Kyle. Last year in 2021, I played 1,020 hours of of PlayStation. Ooh, I played 1,251. Damn, son. Do, are you surprised by that number? Are you underwhelmed? No, I was unemployed for the entire year. <laughs> That's true. I'm not. I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was unemployed until September. The few weeks in the summer, I worked at summer camp. Yeah, I stayed at home and played games all the time. That's what I did. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now the breakdown: How many hours did you play on PlayStation Five, and how many did you play on PS4? I'm guessing it counts backwards compatibility. Yeah, it counts. It says on there it counts titles. Yeah. Um, 970 hours for on PS5 titles. God bless. 792 on mine. Oops, sorry. Uh, <laughs> 792 on PlayStation 5. 228 on, on PS4. Yeah. I mean, you'll know why. If you saw my tweet, you know why that number is so high. Mm-hmm. But it's because of one game in particular. Oh. Why that PS5 total is so high. Well, here's the thing, fake PlayStation fan. How many games did you play on your PlayStation? Uh, really quickly, though. Yeah. I, I oh, want yeah. you to go back up. Do you okay. have the actual thing loaded or just the screenshots you took? Uh, the actual thing loaded. How many total days did you play last year? Total days? Oh, 290. Jesus Christ, I have. 295. <laughs> right, but like, Kyle, like, there's 300. I know. <laughs> I know. Right. I know. <laughs> Let's not say it out loud. That becomes real. Uh, okay, how many games did you play, Kyle? 161. Wow, you kicked my ass. It, I played. It counts the cheap platinum, so. Oh, okay. So does it really count, Kyle? <laughs> I played fifty games. 
50. Nice. I like that. It's a nice even number. And yeah. I love that like it, it, it shines a light on uh, Returnal for me. Yes, honestly. I love that. I love how this whole thing looks this year, by the way. Oh, yeah. Love the look. My favorite one, like, just visually pleasing. Okay, let's get this controversy out out the gate. All right? Uh-huh. It's controversy yeah. with this one. Yeah. My top five games. Uh-huh. You want to start at five. Let's start at five and go backwards. All right. <laughs> uh, Far Cry 6 at 41 hours. All right. Outriders at 69 Ooh. hours. That was okay. a, that one's a surprise right there. Uh Returnal at 88 hours. Mm-hmm. I th- I feel like a lot of that's also standby mode. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. Uh Hitman 3 Standard Edition. This was the one I I, I thought was gonna be at number one. At oh. 119 hours on Hitman Ooh, 3. Oh boy. Play Hitman 3. Yeah. And then at number one, Fortnite. Um, at 179 hours, I'll take no further wow. questions. Okay, all right. It doesn't shock me. I'm surprised because I You're don't a remember. Fortnite boy. You're a Fortnite boy. I, and I'm proud of it. But I, yeah. I, I don't remember playing that much Fortnite last year. How much did you play when like you got the Kratos skin and then Master Chief? Skin? Oh, that is true. You probably right. played a bunch with those when you when you bought them. Aloy skin, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spider Man's in it, so I ran and bought Spider Man, and then I yep. got seven victory royales in a row. Exactly. Those add up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's true. My number five was uh, Marvel's Spider Man. It says Game of the Year edition, but it's remastered. Yeah, thirty four hours. Uh, number four, a little little known indie called mm. Bloodborne. Oh, uh, God bless. Had 57 hours. Did you plant that game in under 60 hours? Hell fucking And yes, the I old did. hunters? Yeah, dude. Oh, my. <laughs> my son. You're a great man. Also, I dropped an F-bomb as well, so it doesn't matter. You could, you didn't have to bleep that. That's nah, all right. It's fine. I yeah, uh, uh, yeah, Bloodborne, 57 hours. 100% of that in 57. I'm very proud of that. God damn. Uh, Returnal at number three. Guess it wasn't that hard. Guess it wasn't that hard, Kyle. I mean, I was following a guide as I played, so it kind of took out a little bit. Uh, Returnal at 61 hours. Mm -hmm. Um, Hades at number two, 69 hours. How fitting because everybody's so How fitting. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, And then number one, (laughs) Shockers says nobody. MLB The Show 21 PS5 for a total. 496 hours. Jesus. That might include some standby time. Okay. Because uh, last I checked, because uh, now on PS5, you can check how many hours you put in each game. Yeah. The four of those, are, the other four are pretty accurate. MLB The Show was around 180. Okay. Last time I checked. So that might include the standby time on that one. But either way. Yeah. Tons of hours in MLB The Show. How many how many trophies did you pick up this year, Kyle? <laughs> I really want to know this one. We're the goddamn trophy room. It better be high. Oh, Joe. All right, it's so high as it was loading in the number. It's not on the same line anymore. The the, the <laughs> ones digit had to go down one, and it's all weird. That's uh, awesome. Three thousand nine hundred and sixty trophies. Wow, I got one thousand one hundred forty-seven. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Um, in my oh. trophy cabinet, uh-huh. real trophies, the ones that matter, Get out of here. 
19 platinums, uh-huh. 128 golds, uh-huh. 217 silvers, uh-huh. 783 bronzes. Oh, that's cute. I had a 1,436 bronze, 755 silvers, 1,599 golds, and 170 platinums. All right. And how much did that cost? What's the number? What's the what's the down payment on that? Moving on. Uh, uh, let's... <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, I know a lot of people are on your side and, yeah. and don't want to count these cheap plats, whatever. But let the record state. Yeah. My top f- three of my top, actually all five I've platinumed yeah. this year. And three of those are incredibly difficult. It's true. That's true. Hades, Returnal, and Bloodborne. So, like, I, I do a little bit of both here. All right. I like that. My fun. Uh, PlayStation Plus. How many games did you did you get from PlayStation Plus? Uh, thirty-seven. Same. Likewise. Yeah. I don't know if I missed any though. That's it says 95 percent of the games claimed. Yeah, also he says here 68% of PlayStation Plus games. That might claimed. be because maybe I've or I already own some of them and I didn't mm. claim them. Like yeah. Final Fantasy, I already own it, so I didn't claim it. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. That's it. That's the wrap up. Wow, That's 2021. What a year. What a what a year. It, it seemed like 2020, but just with a one. That's our wrapped. And uh I really like that. That was a great segment. Yeah. I love that PlayStation does these. Yeah, I, I really like it as well. You know what I really like as well, Kyle? What? This is our next news story. Oh, I'm ready. Sammy Barker over at Push Square writes, PS5 screenshot video captures being slowly integrated into the PS app worldwide. Sony is slowly rolling out functionality it had previously promised allowing you to access the videos and screenshots you capture on the PlayStation 5 using the Create button in the PS app on your smartphone. Enter your media gallery on your console, and you may be prompted to enable auto-upload, depending on where you live. Anecdotally... What, Kyle? Anecdotally. Thank you. Anecdotally, we've read reports of this in the United States and Germany. The functionality soft-launched in Japan and Canada last year, so Sony's been testing it for a while. Once set up, all your screenshot screenshots and videos of up to three minutes will be uploaded and accessible within the PS app for up to 14 days. Nice. That means that you'll no longer need to upload them to Twitter or other social networks in order to download them to your phone, which is a positive improvement. Yeah, I had to use the PlayStation tracker. I'd message them my, my photos, or if it was a video, I'd message it the video and then have to go into the phone recorder app to then record that. So needless to say, this makes it a whole lot easier. This is great. Yeah, I like that it's not everything. It's only the past 14 days. So you're not just burning with so much. It's just the most I'm recent sure, stuff. Yeah, I'm sure if it was uh, everything, it'd be very slow to load. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I really like this. Have you tried the feature out yet, Kyle? Uh, no, I have not. I, had, I have. didn't get the... Uh, the message pop up on my playstation either hmm. saying that that was a thing when you go into the media section that's when it pops up oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. and so i know there's some people haven't gotten it yet um some of them are just dirty android users 
So yeah, that's that's probably I joke, Android users, you're fine. Uh, read us on Spotify five stars. Anyway, but yeah, that that's probably that's probably it. And just in time for Horizon too, which is great. So good because you know I'm going to be capturing all the oh, things. Yeah. Oh, and again, this is a much needed thing to an app that's already fantastic, which goes to show. When PlayStation wants to do something good, mm-hmm, they can mm-hmm. do something good. Everything yep. is going to be great. Uh, flash news. Flash, 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 flash. Uh, this is a great one. Uh, Eshko815 uh, writes, Horizon Forbidden uh, West hype check. Hey, guys, can we get a hype check for Horizon? Nothing against it, but I just don't want everyone making this out to be like pre-launch cyberpunk where everyone was losing their minds. I'm I'm a, a listen. I, I'm, I'm glad you're checking in on us. Ash, Ash, but I, as I'm stumbling to say what I, I maximum capacity. Yeah, it, it everything's about the burst because it's not that. It's not that this game uh, just came out of nowhere and I'm still like, it's still like a fresh love, like puppy mm-hmm. love kind of situation. I've been excited for this for years now. Yeah. Like I, 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 I've been wanting to play a sequel to Horizon so bad. Yeah. And, and knowing that it's a few weeks away is so damn exciting. I and can't wait. not to take anything away from uh, Jonathan Dornbush's uh, IGN. If you want to look at it, breakdown of what to expect. Because I know a lot of people are like, hey, can we just skip this part? So, I, like, I, I'm with you. I don't want to tell it to you. Yeah. If you're interested. I looked into it at all. Go into IGN. But, you know, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter, and, and I'm right there with you going, like, they're throwing Horizon and Witcher in the same conversation. Which is wild. Which is wild. And so that gets me excited. And it seems like with the pre-launch stuff that they've had their hands on, this isn't like a cyberpunk situation where they just showed us things to be excited. They're actually giving us the controllers for four plus hours mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and playing it. So I'm ex- I'm excited, but also, actually, I think you're right here, bud. Um, game still isn't officially gold yet. A little so, concerning. Uh, I get it. Yeah. All right. Do you think, Joe, yeah. just real quick, yeah, just please. because you said that and I had a thought pop in my head mm-hmm. and I, I died a little inside. Uh huh. What if they push it back a week? A week, Joe. I don't even want to think Elden about Ring. it. With Elden Ring. With Elden Ring. Same day. Rumor has it, <laughs> next day to play. <laughs> the, the rumored state of play for February is next week. Rumor. Uh, or at rumor. least the announcement of a state of play. The announcement. They say, um, I, I, I want to give this person credit. I'm so sorry. Uh, I think his name's Rob Rob Sabero. Um, you texted it to me, so I'm going to look it up. Yeah, please. But they stated they're a PlayStation leaker next week, February 1st. Roberto Serrano. Totally wrong what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Roberto. Um, they they said February 1st is the announcement, and then two days afterwards is the state of play. Um, that's where long rumored Chrono Cross remaster will be revealed. I just want to just let everybody know that if there is a state of play next week, please know that there will be one early version of the trophy room, probably on the 1st or 2nd of February, and then our state of play reactions on February 3rd. I will guarantee that I'll be streaming the event because Kyle has work, but afterwards, uh, Kyle and I will sit down, 
give our thoughts on it, and that will be up the day after. So fingers are crossed that it's like at six p.m. Eastern, so I can make it home in time. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, <laughs> interesting to note. Yeah, I just want to throw this out there. I go to the tweet that you texted me, mm-hmm. and I he Roberto got this news from a Twitter user. It's also on a, a Game Rant article. Mm-hmm. I click on the Twitter user, and it says this account doesn't exist. So I don't know if this is good news. All right. or, or are we being duped? Roberto's duping us? It could be. Now, Roberto know. also said that they had an invitation for Gran Turismo 7. Don't know why I had that accent. That's <laughs> offensive somewhere. <laughs> Place the accent and get offended by it, everybody. Um, but that event that was supposed to be today um, was delayed. So another rumor has it, Gran Turismo may be delayed. Okay. Don't know when, but All just right. brace yourselves. And I'll prepare to be shocked. Crytek has announced uh, or confirmed oh, that Crisis. Oh, sorry, what? One. No, I got it. No, you missed one. The Chrono Cross. Oh, you said that. Oh, yeah. I wasn't. I'm sorry. I was. Yeah, you were up looking up Roberto's thing. name for me. Okay. Uh, Crytek has confirmed that Crisis Four is in development. Clap hands. Hopefully, it's as good as Crisis Two because everybody knows Crisis Crisis Two was the best, and Joe was really nasty in that multiplayer. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, Elden Ring has gone gold, and Kyle hates from software fans. <laughs> I didn't see that when I looked through the sock. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I don't hate all from software fans. Okay. Context iGen did an article about how uh, from was saying that they're trying to make this game less stressful. Uh, yeah. Meaning, not, not at all about difficulty or whatever. And me looking, making the mistake of looking at the replies of that yeah. tweet and just seeing what I expected from hardcore fans of that genre of being very dismissive of people that were excited about this news. And I said, like, listen, the from software community as somebody from the outside looking in yeah, is, is one of the most off-putting communities out there. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we had a, a what I thought was a friendly debate, <laughs> and did. I feel like it was a little heated on your <laughs> side for a bit. Uh, and and like I'm not saying everyone in it. No, they're amazing people. You, yeah. Mike, uh, Sin, Fen- Sin uh, Vendetta, who gave me great tips from my Bloodborne. There are amazing people that I'm yeah. happy that I know in that community that I know that are great people. But just seeing the the optics of seeing it all, it just makes. It leaves me with a bad taste in my mouth. People like putting down others just for their excitement that it's going to be a little bit less stressful. And it's I the saw, whole gatekeeping effect thing. I just hate. And I saw because I here's the thing, Kyle. Gatekeeping works both ways, right? So okay. I saw what I always see from as a from software fan sitting on my ivory tower looking down. Yes, a bunch of. People With the going, button to the gate right next to you. Exactly. <laughs> you may enter or you may not. <laughs> What's that? You beaten demon souls? You shall pass. Lords of the Fallen, who do you think you are? <laughs> Denied. Um, no, I... So, I saw people going, oh, it's too hard. This game's stupid. Or, like, from software, they're bad at, be, you know, developers because yeah. they won't put an easy mode in their game. Or, you know, this game sucks because it doesn't have an easy mode. That t- that type of stuff. And I, I and I feel like it's just like, we're at this point where I, again, uh, my thoughts is in Sekiro, there is a bell 
that you ring and it makes the game harder. You could put an easy mode in this game if you just if there's something in the game where you touch it and it makes the game easier uh-huh. for folks. I believe you could do that. I feel like that's a great compromise. Or equip an accessory or something. Now, Bell, because you actually have to then learn the goddamn mechanics. So here's the thing. You could do, uh, we're not going to have this debate again. No, no, no. But you can also just let me explain. that way too. Fine. Just no. let me explain. Um, the item is easier to, to obtain, and you may put it on mistakenly. That's why. Ringing the bell, there's a conscious decision. That being said, From Software isn't going to do that. From Software, I feel like what a lot of people don't understand is from software is making the game they want to make, not what you want to make. And I feel like that is why, to me, they are one of the best developers in the world is because they have free reign to make the game that they want to make with no compromises. And because the money keeps flowing in, they keep making the game completely uncompromised. And so to me, would I like an easy mode in this game? Sure, and I think you can do it. But the developer, the artist that's making this art, says they won't because it impedes on their art. They believe. No, oh, I and, I get that. And to me, that's the artist's vision. Yeah. So I'm going to respect the artist. And sure. you have the, the the collective decision to say, well, then it's not for me, and walk away. But to demand it, I I hate that. I really do. And to say that like they're bad at developing because they they won't, or they they don't care about people. Uh, because they won't do that is, I think, oh, yeah, no, foolish. That's, that's vile. I hate yeah. that, too. Because I, that's where gatekeeping works both ways. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to sure. force this gate open, you son of a gun. That type oh. of feeling. Oh, yeah. No, I get that. But my tweet was nothing at all about that. I was just Fair excited enough. to see that. <laughs> I was I excited believe- to see the direction that, yeah. that, that that was going with what they were talking about. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's cool. I, I enjoy I enjoy that a little yeah. bit. And my argument, too, is like all, f- yeah. all fan bases are toxic. Like at its, and I, I completely or have its toxicity well. in Absolutely. their cities. Absolutely. You know, Star Wars has like the generational divides that breeds the toxicity. Yep. Hogwarts has JK Rowling. Like yep. there's <laughs> yep. pick, pick your poison. There's going to be people there. I get you. Yeah. And uh, that's why like, I love Star Wars. And if you don't like the last Jedi, yeah. you're not, not a Star Wars fan to me or you love it. And it it's like, I'm just happy that you're enjoying my, my the thing that I love. And that, and that's that's the thing. That's I just the people that I was referring to want want nobody to experience it after yeah. if if they agree with what that tweet was saying about how From was like wanting to make it less stressful. The people that are like, oh, they've ruined it. You don't deserve this. Those are the people that I I, I don't I don't like. Just let people want to play the game. I'm excited to play Elden Ring. Yeah. I've been glad to Bloodborne. I have an itch to go back to Demon Souls. Like it's getting inside of me. Yeah. I just uh, celebrate games. That's all I want. I just oh, want to celebrate games. Easy enough. Let's celebrate a game right here, right now. Let's do it. This is gonna be a big episode. I like this. Uncharted Legacy a Thieves reviews are out. Very uh-huh. glowing, very positive. Uh I'll read the first one. You want to read the second one? I'll read the third that one. That works. All right. Jordan Midler over at VGC rates the game a 100. Both Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy are still fantastic games that deserve a second playthrough on PlayStation 5. Naughty Dog's first outing on the PS5 is an incredibly strong one and only makes me more excited for what it has coming next and what they'll be able to do with this tech. 
Jade King from The Gamer gave it a 90. The Legacy of Thieves collection compiles the two finest games in the Uncharted series while making them look and feel better than ever before. Yet they already push boundaries that are yet to be usurped. Or is that how you say it? Yep. Usurped? Meaning existing owners of this game need to shell out for a relatively minimal upgrade without too much to offer. I still think it's more than worthwhile just to relive these adventures once again, but part of me wishes a little more effort was placed into bringing them to life for a new generation. A friend of the show, Sam Tolbert, writes from Android Central. He rates it at 85. Uncharted Lost Legacy of Thieves is by far the smoothest way to play these two Naughty Dog titles. However... The upgrades are fairly light overall. Of course, if you own either Uncharted 4 or Lost Legacy, you can get this bundle for a $10 fee. So, yeah. Also, the trophies carry over. So I'm going to get an yeah. easy plat right there this I'm Friday. I'm two. How hard was the Uncharted 4 one? Um, it's typical Uncharted. The only uh, difference is it has that you have to beat it in under six hours speedrun oh. trophy. Which took me uh, uh, many, many, many attempts. I did it live on uh, Twitch. Oh, wow. And it was, uh, I think I beat it that time in five hours, 40 minutes or something like that. Okay. It can be done, but you have to be super familiar with the game. Mm. All right. Yeah. Well, I, please play platinum. these games. Yeah. If you, haven't, if you haven't played either of them, I agree with what Jade said. Uh, they are the two finest games in the Uncharted uh list of sure. franchise uh, i don't know which one is 1a 1b they switch all the time in my brain but they're both stunning they're yeah. amazing uh hey kyle are you holding on to something just like real fast yes prepare the drop here are the playstation plus games coming out in february ea sports it's in the game uh usc4 on playstation 4 Planet Coaster on PlayStation 5. Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep, a Wonderland's one-shot adventure on PlayStation 4 that Joseph bought for $5 two weeks ago, and his friend Kyle promised that he'd play it with him, but yet has not uh, on PlayStation 4. And Famous Seamus, the most famous Seamus I've ever met in my whole entire life, and I take that to the bank, I'll take it to my goddamn grave, writes, what are your thoughts on the PlayStation Plus games for February? Um, it's okay. Yeah. Eh. Eh. I don't play UFC games. Mm-hmm. Um, roller coaster tycoon like games like Planet Coaster is it's not my thing, but I'll download it and and like mess around a little bit. If it's an easy plot, oh, I, I have no idea if it is or not. I'll look. I'll look it up. Um, this is important to me. And Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep is the PS4 DLC that they made standalone um, to to ramp you up for Wonderlands, which comes out comes out in march mm-hmm. um which is fine it's just it it's hard to go back to a at that time it was ps3 era controls or whatnot like the shooting was on the l1 r1 which yeah. is a little weird but yeah i'm happy that it's being available for people to try because it is Probably one of my favorite pieces of Borderlands nice. is is that one shot. And as far as me not playing with you, Joe, I fall asleep at like six thirty seven. <laughs> I'm so tired. It's not on purpose. All right. So I guess I'll never play the game. Uh, yeah. And and that has been the drop this week. Before we get into the Sony well, Pony easy Express, plat. is it easy plat? No, it's a seven out of ten. 
Oof. You can okay. avoid it. You can avoid okay. it. It's a little bit too much work. Uh, Kyle, there's a little part of the show I'd like to call what you've been playing. I've been playing of note one game that I really want to talk about, and we were provided a code for. That is the Artful Escape. Ooh. Came out last year on the you know platform that shall not be named. Because uh, <laughs> when I do, people yell at me. Uh-huh. And it finally released on PlayStation 4 PS5. The cool thing about it is if you get it on PlayStation 5, the PlayStation 4 version comes along with it. Oh, sweet. This is a four-hour game, an incredibly yep. easy platinum, so you can get two plats for the price of one. And let me tell you something about the Artful Escape. Uh, uh-huh. First off, made by Johnny Galvatron, the creative director. Um, and by goodness, <laughs> this game is is exactly what I feel like I needed in this point in time. Because awesome. this this week I was feeling a little bit of imposter syndrome. I was feeling a little down on my luck. And mm-hmm. um, that's what the Artful Escape really shines a light on. It sure is. Yeah. It's about a kid who has a famous family member. And they feel like they've been overshadowed their whole life. That they live in the shadow of this famous, uh, almost Bob Dylan-like character. And that they feel like society's put a pressure on them to fulfill that famous family member. Like you're a folk mu- musician uh, or your, your uncle was, that means you have to be as well. And it really talks about creating your own path and defining who you are and not letting other people's people define you. Um, it's a really great story. Mm-hmm. I really loved the cast. Um, the main character, Francis Vendetti voiced by Michael Johnson was fan fantastic he sold the role every step of the way and the legend himself carl weathers oh so as lightman fantastic so and you had yeah. even lita hetty uh in there she's cersei Mark i don't know Strong. how far did, have you beaten it yet i've beaten it it's only four hours long okay and it's yeah. not very challenging so like what this game really is 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 a very light platformer what it's putting in the forefront is not the platforming elements. It's really just taking you on a journey. And Mm -hmm. so it's a lot of, it's just like you, you know, you're just holding down on the left thumb pad or the right thumb pad jumping here or there. And you're just kind of looking at it visually through the journey. It's, it's, it's shining light on. So like you have a guitar and you're just playing the guitar and just holding down the, the square button as you're just seeing these beautiful visuals pass by you. They could be far out space, like star Wars disco tech vibes to like snowy tundras to like this artsy fartsy desert palacey vibe. Um, all just, really focus on telling you the story. So if you're looking in this going, oh, I want a cuphead <laughs> for some reason, this ain't it. This no. is really just a very chill journey that I, I really loved Kyle. I love that you, you're, you're digging it. I played it last year on the other console system. Yeah. I can say, it cause they're not mad at you. Apparently <laughs> Xbox, um, I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed yeah. the performances. I enjoyed the artistic uh, 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 take on everything. And yeah, I also felt that imposter syndrome thing and, and and felt that through the story and connected to that character. I just, I personally just had a problem with the moment to moment gameplay. That's fair. I wanted a little bit more out of the platforming mm-hmm. and a little bit more out of the cool 
guitar mini game esque yeah. thing that you do at certain points. Yeah, I just wanted a little bit more. It's just a little too simple for me. Mm-hmm. But you're right. It is all about the journey and about him finding himself. Yeah, and finding what he he truly wants to do with his music career and yeah. and and I really yeah. feel like at the end of that journey, it is really you or your character absolutely and you really take ownership of them um yeah there's little like simon says parts that's super forgiving as well i'm with you there maybe the platforming could have been a little bit more intricate but my thought is like that's not the game they're making absolutely right this it is really just here kind of like an interactive story yeah and um the one thing I need to shout out is the music is incredible. It really is. It, the guitar riffs are just I really did, freaking good. I wanted a little bit more variety of like when you're saying when you're traversing the worlds and holding mm-hmm. down square. To me, I felt like it was the same guitar riff over and over and over again. Okay. I wanted a little bit more variety world to world a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's still pretty fantastic. Yeah. Retails at $19.99. I recommend it. Absolutely. And if you're like, well, maybe I want more of a platformer, definitely put this thing at least on your wish list um, because I think this is a really special. And at four hours, I I think it's well worth playing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just have a good time with it. Yeah. And that's what it is to me, man. Yeah. Kyle, what's the game you've been playing this week? Have you been? Uh, A little bit more of Nobody Saves the World. Okay. Um, Really enjoying my time. Uh, but I've been playing something that I can't talk about yet. So, ooh, Kyle, Kyle, I hey. also am playing something I'm not allowed to oh, talk about. I know. Next week, ne- right? Is it Woo! next week? Oh man, uh, whatever the embargoes lift. I don't know, but it's wild. Let me tell you something. And awesome, <sighs> Dave, you've won this war. You've won it. All right. It. If the voice of Star Lord says banger is an acceptable word i've wars, oh joe wars i'm so excited i can't wait to talk to you after this man Whew. what a banger of a month it's going to be oh hell yeah man hell and, yes um before we get into the sony pony express the month of february we will have review coverage on every single major release in the month of february uh, and some cool indie ones as well. So be on the lookout because this month's going to be huge. We're going to have some cool special guests breaking down their experiences as well as ours to you. So yeah, February, man, going to be a stellar month. Let's wrap up the show with a few questions from our audience. We call it the Sony Pony Express. <laughs> and Johnson writes in. You hey. sound a little bit like uh, Mr. Hanky, the Christmas baby. <laughs> 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 I broke Kyle. <laughs> N. Johnson writes, hey, everybody. Uh, this is more of a question to look for the future. With February being a huge month for AAA games being released, do you think there are any titles that will stand out in sales? For more dialogue, I was looking at throwing Pokemon Legends, uh, which is getting huge. Reviews. What a shocker. Let's be D- real. Did we have Shock. that? Did we have that in our fantasy league? No, we did. Did they have it? No, I don't think they did. Oh, cowards. The cowards couldn't even do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Since it's being released at the end of January, no doubt in my mind, Pokemon is going to be like probably the top selling game. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. 
do most Pokemon games do really well? Like, did the last remakes do well on the charts? Um, great question. And for that, let's enter the Nintendo Nook, a mm-hmm. Nintendo podcast within a PlayStation podcast, um, where that Miyamoto que- tweet. <laughs> you almost said queef, didn't you? <laughs> I was dead. You did it, not me. <laughs> tweet lasts the test of time, and we love Iwata so much we have a tattoo of him in memoriam. Sorry, say that question to it again, but this time in Nintendo Nook. Oh, uh, do Pokemon games usually sell really well, like the last remakes? Um, I I talked to Doug Bowser, and oh, they shit. said, yeah, and he said, and I quote, um, wait, hold on a minute. I'm not hearing any working going on. Um, Doug Bowser said, yes, the last Pokemon game sold pretty well. We're here to make fun! And uh, Metroid yeah. Dread is a return to <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> it's just one little intern just typing away like the Kermit meme. Uh yeah, no, I think Pokemon is it's Pokemon, you know. Yeah. Uh TPR writes in, Kyle, Joe, Sony Pony qu- express question here. Uh let's say Sony gives PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale a sequel. Oh, baby. What roster additions would you like to see? Let's limit it to three characters, and I would like to go with adding Aloy, the hunter from Blumborn, and Celine. Emphasis on the hunter here. What moves that potential? Yeah, hunter would be fun to play. Celine, dude. You just, like, all the weapons she can have Yeah. at her disposal would be nuts. All the alt fires, too. Exactly. Uh, I mean, like, Ratchet and Clank have to be there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dude, what about this? Let's stop the PlayStation All-Stars for a second. Uh-huh. All right? And, uh, again, the PlayStation fanboys is going to yell at me because, I, honest to God, guys, I've gotten dozens of messages. I can't escape it. Y'all are being <laughs> really mean to me. You guys got to cool your jets. Please, don't be mean to Joe. What if it's like a Marvel uh, versus Capcom event where it's, PlayStation, Xbox, All-Stars. That would make a ton of money. <laughs> Stupid amounts. Phil, Jim, let's shake hands. Nice. Gentleman's agreement. You know how awesome that would be? That'd be incredible. Yo, we get Kratos beating the shit out of Mr. Chief. <laughs> yes! Oh my goodness. Deacon St. John versus uh, uh, Conquer. Gears. I was going to say the Gears dude. Oh, my God. Marcus Phoenix, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kate Diaz. Yeah, man. That would be dope. That'd be really, really And then cool. now you got the Warcraft characters in there. And so, like... Ellie versus a car from Forza. <laughs> <laughs> Who has a golf club on the Microsoft side? Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. It hurts dude, my soul. Dude, the sky's the limit. That would yeah. be... That would be nuts. As as far as TPR's question, though, oh, do, you right, have let's three, go back this. do you have three characters that you would want to? I mean, Astrobot obviously, obviously, is and w- would he be like the Kirby, where he one hundred percent like replicates every other fighter, and, but instead of just, like scanning or like or sorry, like sucking them up, but, so, yeah, he he scans them, like he stunlock scans, and then yes, yeah, 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 that would make so much sense. Celine uh, has to be there, and she's kind of like the you know. The um the Samus character for sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you know what? Let's forget Bloodborne for a second here. 
Let's uh-huh. go Demon Souls guy. Ooh. God knows like the that typical guy. Knight guy? Yeah, and he has the same moveset as Link. Okay. Okay. I can right? get down with this. Yeah. Um, I would say Abby. Right. Can't wait Abby. for the fan base to get upset yeah, because of Yeah, I arms. don't care. They're, they're stupidly wrong. And I'm sure I'm forgetting a, a major one. Yeah. But, like, I honestly... Cloud would be cool, but mm. Cloud is in Smash. Give me Barrett with his gun arm. Oh fuck yeah! I feel like he would do. He would be really fun to play. As I'm sorry, I'm cursing a, a lot. I'm not catching him. My apologies. A little Timmy in the car. Sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Do you remember when we had to tell Tim Olf's son to cover his ears? Yeah, little Tim Olf. That I think he grew into a man forever ago. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome Dave writes in, I'm starting to see pictures online of people changing their PlayStation plates to the new colors. Oh, we have a rant for you, sir. Uh, they look like bangers and have gotten, listen, I'm going to, it's going to take time. It's gotten new plates. Sorry. Have you two gotten new plates or are you waiting for different colors? If PlayStation Direct would take our freaking money. Seriously. It keeps on giving us this error page. And of Kyle, your transaction won't go through. Yeah. Please contact our support. I'm and I do, and they say, hey, go buy them somewhere else. I can't buy the purple dual sense anywhere else. I know. It's only available there. Why won't you oh, let me buy it? God. Uh, not My yet, goodness. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> but I, as far as the covers go, I do want to wait for the blue and pink ones. Mm-hmm. So I can do one side blue, one side pink. Yeah. Um, but I just want those controllers. I have the blue and pink one pre-order through amazon okay but i won't get them till february 3rd and i'm very impatient i know other people have them i just want them in my hands <laughs> so one thing i want yeah i want the blue and i want the purple give it to me yep. as asap all right yuna yuna writes in she gives she, i love this question i love yuna she's great she seems like a, a, a fun time listen to this listen to this hey guys I've been starting up Dragon Age series again for reasons. Oh, really, Yuna? Is those reasons Anders? Hmm? And after last night session, I learned how OP, overpowered for short, one thing can be in it. So what is the most OP thing that you have seen in a game? And is it something that you abuse or ignore? Also, Joe. An intervention is in the works <laughs> for you after having Fortnite as your most played game. Listen, I can't help it, all right? And no, you can't get out of it. Damn it, I just tried. And I might get one of my Anders addiction right meow. What is an OP thing? An OP thing. You know what feels OP, Kyle? Yeah. Um, I forget the weapon name in Bloodborne, but it's in the old hunters dlc it's like the the wig the wig wheel or something like that oh yeah 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 the Gary's wheel yeah there you go that thing is so much fun because like it's literally a wheel where you spin it mm-hmm. right you put it on a big giant stick and you hold l uh r2 and it literally bashes the enemy down. And while they're down on the ground, the wheel starts spinning with the spikes and it kind of like runs them over. And the L2 is like a poke yeah. that just pushes enemies back. So you mm-hmm. can kind of do like a lawnmower thing against them. That seems pretty OP, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. I The the one that comes to my mind mm-hmm. first and foremost, and we've, 
we've said it multiple times on the show. Yeah. The Hollow Seeker in Returnal. Yeah. It, especially if you get it with the portal turrets, it is unstoppable. Yeah. I, I, once I found that, like, I didn't try any other guns really. Like, that mm. was my go to. I feel, I feel that way as well when it comes to like roguelike games. If I find something that I'm very good at and is overpowering, especially with different skills and stuff, yeah. I just don't switch Hades as well. Right, like once I once I unlock those uh, those fists, I was like, nope, that's what I'm using. Also, whatever kills me in a multiplayer game and I don't like it is overpowered and it needs a nerf. <laughs> you sound like me whenever I played COD online. Yeah, yeah. If anybody's walking around with what the M16, they use? all right, I'm gonna use it. Wait, yeah. it's not good. Oh, it's mm-hmm. me. I'm the bad one. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I'll go it. put this down. Uh, yeah. And listen, you know, you can't fix Anders. All right. <laughs> As much as you think he is, you know, he's, he's a lost cause. He's a lost cause, and he's kind of evil. So let him go. I get it. You know, bad boys—they're—they're they're cool because they're you know break the status quo. But like, we're here for you. That's all we're yeah. saying. I've been wanting to play uh, Dragon Age. Which one? Uh, the first one, Origins. Is it on PlayStation now? I don't know. Let me see. Why even bother? It's not going to keep my save like it didn't for God of War one or two. <laughs> Why do I want to get hurt again? I'm legitimately thinking about getting uh, just a PS3 to play mm-hmm. like Dragon Age mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because um, I'm a little pissed off that I, I didn't get to, I didn't get to play Origins. Like I played Dragon Age two, and I actually really liked two. I'd die on that hill. There was like a sexy pirate lady, I think, and I was in love with her. I think, um, and and like Anders was in there, and then I played a bit of Inquisition. And um, I forget why I didn't click with it, but the online portion I clicked with. That's a game I, I feel like I, I would want to give a try as well, because I hear really great things about it. Inquisition. Inquisition, I played oh, for a while, and I never finished that game. Mm-hmm. That is one that I always download and have it there and then never go to it. Fair enough. Because I, I feel like it's knowing just how how long of a time commitment that will be. Yeah kind of like pushes pushes me away a little bit um really quickly though yeah. i went on ps now just to see if dragon age is on there uh i saw a, a game that i i talked about in the past fury unleashed is on playstation now oh play that game please that is a roguelike like comic book kind of like shooter thing mm-hmm. it's very good uh please play that game all right here's the list let's see just dragon age on here um, Dragon Age is not on PS now. All right. So sorry. Disappointed. I I, I think I am gonna get like, cause like a backwards compatible PS3 is too expensive. But I think like the Super Slim may be inexpensive enough that I think I'm gonna give that one a whirl. And I I want a collection of PS3 games that I've missed out on, and I think mm-hmm. Dragon Age is one of those games. Cool. And maybe like the original Demon Souls, just to see. Oh boy! I know. Oh boy! But I want to see it. I want to see it. Love of God. Um, that said, gang, that's it. That's been the trophy room this week. What? Kyle, can I just say it? I know we usually save this for the post show. Yeah. I loved this week. 
Yeah, it was great, a great episode. I, fe- I feel alive and invigorated. Um, before we go, though, Kyle, is there anything you'd like to spotlight? Uh, sure. I'll spotlight one last thing before I get into my spiel. Okay. Um, we're five days away, Joe, from that Bloodborne D-make, PS1 oh, D-make. Oh, wow. Yeah. January 31st. Uh, excited for that. Uh, you can find me at Mr. Ksep on Twitter and pretty much everywhere. Uh, go follow Six One Indie on Twitter, um, as well as S I X O N E I N D I E dot com, where we cover indie games and uh, podcasts, written reviews. We just got accepted through for Open Critic, mm. so all our reviews there will add to the Open Critic score, which is super exciting. That's really uh, awesome, dude. Congrats. It's really, really cool. Yeah, the writing team has been killing it, and I'm happy that they uh, were in that place. Could you, could oh. you, t- could you just let me in on one, one thing? Is it? Yeah. H- how do they decide? Do you know? Uh, of who gets to be on Open Critic? Yeah. I personally do not because okay. I didn't uh, submit. Um, but yeah, super exciting, and we also have a really cool sad, uh, sad boy e esports shirt that we, we just came out with. <laughs> Uh, right. But instead of esports, it's e parentheses mo sports. Mm, mm, I like and it, and it's just a sad, sad gamers only on the back. It's oh, very don't cool. be sad. I like be that. happy. Uh, and likewise, our merch store is up, and we have some incredibly awesome theme shirts. Shout out to Adam Leonard for making. Um, honestly, God, the Elden Ring one is nuts. Oh, it's, it's the so Horizon cool. one is insane. And the Bloodborne one is going to stay there forever because I love uh, it. I can't wait for like other game inspired mm-hmm. ones as well in the future. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I feel like with every big PlayStation release, we're going to do something special like that. It's just a way for us to celebrate um, and for the community to celebrate alongside us. And again, if you are a gold member, let us know. Uh, DM me. Uh, Patreon message me. Uh, your your size, the shirt you want, and we send it out to you. Um that said, as well, here at Mr. Badbit at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. And you can find me alongside my good friend Kevin Diaz as we talk about the road to Forbidden West. Kyle, that has been so much fun to do. Kevin, Not at all jealous. You know? I, I, I sense it. Kevin is just such a, <laughs> a, a great time. And I literally said after he one of the shows, is. I go, if any if anything ever happened to me, Kevin Diaz replaces me. <laughs> <laughs> anything happens. That's totally fine with me. We, I love Kevin. All right, good. Because we need to keep the Hispanic blood in this part podcast <laughs> at all means necessary. Um, yeah, so go go to that show. Go at uh, PS Source or PlayStation Source on YouTube and, and check us out there. And yeah, everybody. Follow us on, or sorry, rate us five stars on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, and get a chance to win a copy of Horizon Forbidden West. If you drop a five-star review, add us on uh, Twitter or just use your uh, Twitter name for the review itself. And rate us five stars on Spotify. Y'all are nuts because that gets you to enter into the Elden Ring giveaway. My DMs are flooded. (laughs) With some mean comments and some amazing <laughs> folks going, here's the five star review. Here's a five star review. Here's a five. Guys, as of recording, 207 five star reviews. Ooh. Are you nuts? Are you out of your mind? Keep them coming. I really love hey, it. Bigger uh, developers and PR people. Did you hear that number? 207 five star reviews on huh? Spotify. 
I don't know. Maybe let us cover your big games. I don't know. Have have some guests on the show. Over 500 reviews worldwide. This is all because of y'all. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart because the last few weeks have been kind of rough for me in particular, if I haven't echoed that enough here. Um, when I see a five-star review, it makes me feel so much better because it feels like I've I've actually made a positive impact on someone. And when I hear all the compliments being thrown thrown our way of like you make me like laugh in my car dying or you know i've learned something from this or there was a good one today where make the make the trip to the dentist more enjoyable yeah like, that's pretty cool yeah. i like that graham you son of a gun <laughs> photoshopping my faces onto horses i see what you're doing here i right, calling me a oh, pony that was such. the idea i wanted to, to run by you to start on the show this week oh no what if we do a situational thing every show to make it to talk to the person in various different life situations. Like, how's like that? what if we had like a dentist specific talk, right? Ooh. Of like, Oh, Hey, 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 Graham, dude, the dentist, he's, he's over there, like mixing something up. Don't trust him. Don't get out of the chair and run away. But every week we change the location in a yeah. different life situation. And like, someone has to like turn around and go, are they talking to exactly. me? Like a matrix moment. <laughs> hey, the barista. Yeah. It's not your friend. <laughs> they are going to lace your coffee. <laughs> Dwight. This is Dwight from the future. <laughs> the coffee pot has been poisoned. Don't let anyone drink the poison. <laughs> Regards, Dwight. Or future Dwight. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Oh, everybody. That has been the trophy room. We love you all so very much. Keep hunting. Keep your wits about you. And keep playing PlayStation. Love you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.